and we're live. Hey, Wiggles. Howdy. So this is uh, another episode of Oklahoma Life, and uh, I'm Brandon Hines once again, and uh, Vanessa is working on a sewing project. So if you hear, hey y'all, yeah, cutting and table moving and noises, that's where it's coming from. And across the way is Mr. Wiggles. Howdy. And uh, Wendell, you and I were just talking. It is officially 9-11. Vanessa just mentioned uh, it's been 18 years since that happened. So there are adults legally today that did not experience 9-11 in any way, shape, or form. Technically, I didn't either. I mean, I still deal with, like, the the stuff that happened, like, you know, like TSA and things like that. Sure, yeah. But I never had to deal with, you know, being terrified of planes. Right. I remember my mom saying she was like, you know, you got scared sometimes and that was never like i don't know i don't know how yeah, true that is but. i i didn't get that there is it is an interesting thing like i think we were in ninth grade is whenever it happened to us ninth um, grade holy moly yeah 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 it yeah. was ninth grade and i heard about it between classes i had just got out of science class like i remember exactly where i was mm-hmm. matt too. was with me um you know um and like we remember matt Collins. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize you guys were friends. Yeah. Did you guys go to school together? We did. Yeah. I didn't know that. We didn't know each other really, though. Yeah, we graduated high school together. Yeah. No, we didn't know each other until No, I mean, like, you, like, like, you, like, pass by each other is what I'm like. Probably, but but we had, we had the same group of friends, but we didn't, yeah. We didn't really. Well, like, ish. ugly, huh? After high school. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, no, Matt and I had the same science class, because it was one of my favorite stories of all. So, Matt, um, used to do just stupid shit for no reason. And I mean that like a hundred percent legitimately. We'd be sitting in class and like he'd, you know, take a needle and just like pierce his ear. Oh. Just ew. just cuz. I mean kids did that in my school too. Sure, but. right. You know, that was Matt. Um and we had the science teacher, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh there's one time that Matt lit a ball of hair on fire on the floor and it just burned real quick and it smelled like burnt hair. And the teachers walk around and like he wasn't even near us. He was just like decently far. And he looks around. And he goes, Matt, why do I smell burnt hair right now? <laughs> He's like, oh, like what? To, to spin out yeah. real quick, my what? mom lit a desk on fire. Jesus Christ. Sprayed it with hairspray and lit it on fire. Oh, yeah. 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 Heard that. And then she gets mad at me when I do. When I didn't tuck my shirt in and I got <laughs> detention. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I don't want this to be a, because like you and I talked conspiracy the other day. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about it while, while she had mentioned it for a half second. You know what the really interesting part of the entire 9-11 scenario kind of leading before that into this? So you and I, I mentioned we want to talk video games, right? So video games and movies and TV shows and everything, Russians were the bad guys. Yeah. They were, they were the bad guys. Mm-hmm. There was no question if you needed a bad dude for yeah. your thing, he's Russian. You know, Viktor Romanov. Yeah. yeah. Now, he's Middle Eastern. Yeah. I mean, no, because Call of Duty. Middle Eastern pretty heavily is, mm-hmm. is the bad guys on a lot of those. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, all the way up to like the newest one. Yeah. I mean, not the newest one. All Russian. Are they all Russian? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They just, have, was... they just have Middle Eastern settings. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was going to say, the... Um, Oh, what's the airport one? Oh yeah, Russian guys. Uh, speak, don't uh, don't rush or no? No Russian. No Russian. Yeah, I was gonna say don't. No I was like, that's not right. Um, it's just interesting, like the effects that one of those major things has. There's mm-hmm. a huge shift because everything becomes, you know, uh, different as mm-hmm. a whole. Obviously, I mean, like uh, there's a video game called Squad. Okay, uh, I've talked to, to to you about it a few times. Mm-hmm. It's Middle Eastern. Well. There's Russians too. Sure. It, it hits a bunch of people, but like Middle Eastern's a big setting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, insurgency, mm-hmm. all Middle Eastern. You know, it'd be an interesting game that's never going to be made, but um, it might help change the scenario in the world. Um, imagine if you had one of those Call of Duty style games where mm-hmm. it's like, no, dude, you're going against domestic terrorism now. Uh, Unibombers or school shooters uh, uh, or. Far cry. Do they do that? Yeah, Far Cry Five. It's about it's based off the Waco. I did not know that. You're talking about the Waco it, from the eighties, eighty eight. I think it's based off Waco. Oh, it's, is it a cult? It's a cult. Yeah, 
and you're you're going against up against that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, Far Cry Five. I think they do that. Um, Interesting. Well, not Red Dawn. What is that game called? Fuck. No, I don't yeah. remember what the game called. But China invades America, and like 15 years later, you mm. liberate it. Mm-hmm. But it's not, not really that mystic. Yeah, that's actually kind of the story of um, Firefly. They don't in the show. Yeah, I've never watched it. Oh my god, I you're know, fired people, as a fucking person. People say that, person. but like, uh, if, if it's it was if it so was canceled, good. what a season in two? So it, it's canceled. Well, it was bad. So are you paying attention to the thing that happened with Dave Chappelle right now? Uh, I know some of the things that he said. Well, no, I haven't watched the special yet. Neither have I. But, but he had like a like nineteen percent rating or ten percent rating from critics. Well, yeah, and he had a ninety nine percent score from everybody else. It's because he said some dumb shit. Well, not like in the term like I think it's dumb. Like he just said some things that critics have to say no to if they want to keep their job. Sure. Yeah. At, at least in my opinion. Right. But again, is he wrong? Probably I not. I think it's the same kind of thing. Honestly, like Bill Burr. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, kinda. His new one, it's on Netflix, is really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's definitely, it's interesting. No, I agree. It's it's a little weird. Hmm. Uh, well, not the Firefly, but about like video games. How like yeah. we always pick Russians. Like, well, I mean, it's not always, but it's a, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I understand culturally there was a Cold War and there's all those big major things. Yeah, but like... Growing up from like uh, like when I start was like able to play video games, mm-hmm. like it was it was Nazis, mm-hmm. Nazis and sometimes Germans, yeah, or Russians, excuse Russians, me. yeah, and it was like always that like I'm like Call of Duty Big Red one, Call of Duty one, Call of Duty two, Call right. of Duty three, and then Big Red one, yeah. and then Call of Duty four, World at War, I think is yep. what that one was. Yep, yep. It was all Nazis. I think same with Battlefield. Three Battle- was World at War. I think four was Modern Warfare the first time. Yeah, you're right. Um. But they were always, you know, I always grew up like Nazis mm-hmm. are the bad guys or Vietnam, yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't until like I got older that I was like Russians were the bad guys. And I never understood why until I learned about the Cold War. Sure. But it's like I felt like it would have been, I guess, during that time frame, historical mm-hmm. battle or like uh, warfare was more of like the uh, the genre people wanted. Right. And so that's why we got Nazis. And then, sure, that's why they and came then back from modern, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then from modern warfare up, yeah. it's like you know you take liberty in projecting sure. like future warfare. Sure, like you're going up against Russians. Like we've have we ever fought the Russians like toe to toe? Not toe to toe, no. Like we've done it like you know glaring at each other and probably right. in passing. Lots small and battles. lots of posturing is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. but we've never you know through each other you know through the nations have never <laughs> slammed into each other right on a, in a full-out war <coughs> well, Bless you. thank you that's the interesting thing is like when i was in the navy you know um i was in paycom for a long time which is the pacific command mm-hmm. you know which is russia china you know japan all that kind of stuff um and it's really interesting is like i had to learn you know russian assets and learn russian radar signals and like my entire job was intel mm-hmm so if somebody came to me and said, hey, you know, what is this radar and what does it belong to? Like, radars have significant or not, um, um, specific signals that attach to different things, right? So a missile radar is going to be different than a plane radar is going to be different than a ship radar, right? Because they have different functionalities. So we always had to learn all of that. And one of the funnest things to me is when I was in school... Um, She's out of tape. She hurt herself too. This is the third thing I've got. Jesus gone Christ. I mean, they weren't all full, but this is the third one that I've like cleared out in yeah. on this project. Yeah. So there's um I had to do a project and it's basically like, okay, you what's called platforms is what the uh, setup is. And they, you know, basically make you memorize um it could be a ship, it could be a sub, it could be whatever. Um, could be a plane, and you have to memorize not just the the actual ship, mm-hmm. all of the weapons on board, all of the radar signals, like just all kinds of shit, right? So there's a Russian sub um, called the Akula. Hey, there's a baby. Um, and the Russian... All right, I'm up. All right, it's your turn, man. No, no, no. Fucking I, get I take it. it back, I take it back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't... I, don't pr- I, don't I can't them. do this. It's too much pressure. Um... You're going to kill it? All right, cool. But, so, it's... Okay, I love you. Good night. 
there's it, the entire thing was very simple is that a a submarine has one of two things really it's either to blow shit up or recon yeah. right it's either to spy or blow shit up mm-hmm. and the akula class was 100% designed to blow shit up it was a cool one yeah, well it's not really i mean it is cool but it was really interesting the engineering and stuff that they did like I, I don't remember specifics, so I'm not going to get in trouble for talking about this because it's all just open knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do it on the secret internet and the top secret internet to actually do my reporting and stuff. But it's interesting. So what you do, you know, we always talk about like, okay, you know, electric cars won't work, right? Well, it turns out subs are basically really cool electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. So what they do, they float on the surface. They have a diesel engine they run that charges batteries. They go under the water, battery power only. Okay. Right. Or you have nukes, which are obviously a different thing. We're mainly nuke nowadays. So. Like, oh, are you, are you seeing like nuclear energy? Yeah. Okay. I thought. Yeah. Like, because, I was like, I know some subs have nukes on yeah, them, don't they? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So these nuclear, you know, subs or whatever are a different thing. But so these are just battery ran, right? Batteries are huge. They mm-hmm. last a long fucking time. Yeah. And. The entire design of the sub was like it was as quiet as possible, which makes sense. You don't want to know it's coming or whatever. Yeah. But then this little bitty sub had also Russia's largest torpedo on it, right? And literally the biggest fucking torpedo you could put on a submarine mm-hmm. was on this little bitty tiny battery-powered fucking sub. Mm-hmm. And the idea was like it was designed to sink uh, like an actual carrier. Right? Yeah. And if you can shoot it, hit it below a certain point you know, carriers fall apart kind of thing. And it was just really interesting is like, you know, we had these, you know, big, giant, crazy things or whatever. And, you know, they were focusing on like, all right, all we need is this little bitty boat with this really big fucking thing to get close. The Hail Mary. Yeah, the Hail Mary. If you can hit it right, it's done for. Yeah. you know, That's all you need. Right, exactly. You need to waste a ton getting it to go down or you can just hope you hit it right. Yeah. You know, it's done for. It's, it was such an interesting project to me because, like, there's also that, you know, everybody always talks about how um, Russians are, like, for the country and, like, you know, whatever it takes. and well, Kind of, same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it is very much, it was that kind of thing because, like, you know, they were like, dude, if we, if we got to go down with it, we're going to go down with it. Whereas the U.S. is not really in that game. Like, people are more like, no, fuck off. Like, I'm going to try to survive this if I can. Yeah. You know, so all of the time, everything that I saw from the Russian side was like, these guys are trying to get themselves killed, but if I can kill 20 and, and I die, then, like, we win, you yeah. know? It's a numbers game. Yeah, it really was. They got a, you mean, you might lose 20 on that ship. Right. So you've taken out an aircraft carrier that's, what? 5,000, yeah. You know, a, yeah. and a couple billion dollars, if not yeah. more. You know. That's and a blow. It's such a weird thing to talk about because it's like, Warfare doesn't really make sense. What do you mean? Well, there's a there's a quote out there that war is old men sending young men to die. Yeah, it's fair. What is it? What is it? I don't think Lincoln Park. You know Lincoln Park. A song they have a Lincoln Park hmm. song. I don't remember what it's called, but it's about war. It's really good. Also. Okay, so it, it doesn't really make any sense. Like I went into a war zone, so I think I have a different perspective just oh, yeah, in general yeah. because of that. But like, there's. There's no real good that comes from people going to war. Yeah. No, right? I I, under, I get that too. It just it doesn't make any sense. So back to the original point, it's nine eleven. Yeah. So no there's people that were not alive, like that are adults now mm-hmm. that didn't have to do with it. And it's kinda like do you know about the Oklahoma City bombing? Mm-hmm. What do you know about it? I know it's Timothy McVeigh, right? Yes, I have a special correct. story about this. Okay, that involves my dad. Uh, okay. Um, Tim- Timothy McVeigh made a fertilizer bomb and drove correct. a truck into the garage or the parking garage, correct? Correct. And it blew up and killed a significant amount of people and children. Yep. I've also been to the memorial. Sure. Um. So the story. <clears throat> right after that happened, my dad went to Chicago for work, and uh, my mom went out like a couple days later. I sure. might be messing this up. This up yeah, fair. Um, but they went out. My mom went out a couple of days later. And prior to me, my parents mm-hmm. were 
did some drugs. Well, sure. my dad did drugs up until he died, I think. Sure. And then my mom quit when she had me. But they they right. party. They had some fun. Right. They lived. Um, and I think she had the way she had put it is there was a, a like a conspiracy theory going around mm-hmm. that uh, hotel rooms were tapped. And sure, let's um, call it a conspiracy. And they probably were, but yeah. they were tapped, yeah. and the um, hotel staff would use it to make sure you weren't trying to skip out on huh. paying or something like that. that like, I, I, don't I know could about. be messing it up. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but it, I knew there was, she had mentioned something like that. And the next day, the FBI showed up. And my dad was out working at the time. My mom was there. And so she, I think she was like cleaning or something. And they asked if my dad, Christopher Winkrum, was there. She said, Interesting. He was out working. And she was like, Do you want to come in? And she was like freaking out because there's yeah. you know, coke and meth and stuff in there. Sorry, mom, I'm telling your secrets again. Um, <laughs> there was stuff in the room, and sure. she was like freaking out. Yeah, and they were like, "No, no, no, we'll wait." And so they sat on the parking lot for like five, ten hours, waiting for my dad. And I think the basis for it was they had suspected him, right? But they, it got cleared up somehow, sure, because they never talked to him, but okay. they wanted to. And so that's a cool little piece of information that I always tell people my dad was a suspect. And Interesting. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one way to go. Yeah. You know, in like, it's the same kind of thing, like, the the OKC bombing is, I don't want to say it's mythical. It's not, um, you you didn't experience it. You didn't, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't right. alive yet. It was, what, 94? 93. 93, um, I was born in 96. Yeah, 93, 94. It might have been 94. Um... You know, I was I was quite young, you know, but I remember the after effects of of the situation. You know, I obviously wasn't there when it happened or anything, but I was in um, school at the time or whatever. And you know, it, were you in college? No, because I think no. my how dad, old do you think I am? You're thirty five, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety three. I would have been was like 40, seven or eight. My dad was my st- uh, my stepdad. He was forty something when he died. Yeah. Um. But he always told a story. Another sidetrack. Sure. He he was there, like he. But he wasn't like there at the yeah. building. He I think he worked for the water company in okay. Oklahoma City. Yeah. If I'm remembering it right, and he had his head in a water like you know like the thing out front of mm-hmm. your house. He had his head in one of those, and he he said he heard it and felt the ground shake. Yeah. But I could be remembering that story wrong. Totally fine. Um. No, I would have been like eight. Okay. I mean, I wasn't even born yet. So. Yeah. Um. What's actually really funny, my buddy Topher, I haven't talked to in years, um, being an interesting guy again on this. Topher's a good dude. Um, he was actually originally going to be um, in, he's going through like, it's not mortuary school, but it's basically, um, you know, to deal with the preservation of dead bodies, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and then that happened and he was in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. um, and he had to deal with that. He was sorting body parts Oof. yeah that's yeah. terrifying so he got out of that um, after that he's like nope not doing that anymore <laughs> i don't know if this is where you were going with it but i know that a lot of the things that were used in 9-11 not like the bombing yeah. and stuff but like the uh the rescue missions sure. was uh from oklahoma yeah. city yeah there was a lot of stuff that that trained into yeah and it, uh, like i've seen a couple of like quotes and like documentaries where they say if if something prior to that would have mm-hmm. happened like wouldn't have happened like oklahoma city that 9-11 might not have been like it, it could it, have been it could have been worse. It been worse, yes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to go for. Yeah. But the fact that the Oklahoma City bombing happened, there was so many like training things that were used mm-hmm. and people were, you know, now knowledgeable in crisis response. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. They they knew what they were doing a lot better. Right. And so it, it helped out a lot. So you and I talked about it like I'm not I hate the term conspiracy theorist only because the words themselves are bullshit. Right. Um, do you know, literally, true story, the CIA termed the, or created that term, conspiracy theorist? No. no? you never heard that before? Hmm. It's a really interesting thing. To definitely look it up. Um, they were looking for a way to discredit people who were doing those kind of things, like who were coming up with um, outlandish theories for shit that didn't I mean, really... some of them were true. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like having to come up with the term UFO. Oh, yeah. Right, like it's not necessarily that it could have happened or not could have happened, but you have to come up with a term. Yeah. Right. So, uh, conspiracy theorist is like people who are theorizing, like they're coming up with ideas for, you know, 
people creating these stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. But conspiracy, literally, the term itself is more than one person committing a crime, planning oh, yeah, to commit yeah. a crime, right? So, like, if you say it's a conspiracy, you know, if you have a conspiracy to commit murder, that's you and another person were trying to commit murder. You're inspired, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I hate the term conspiracy theorist because it's like, yeah. So if two people, if I believe these two people created uh, some kind of crime or they robbed a bank or whatever, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So would you rather have like the conspiracy knocked off? Just be known as a theorist? A theorist? No, I think there needs to be... Be a different word? There's a difference between like a paranoia conspiracy theorist and like realistic, like, I don't think that's the way that happened kind of... I don't th- when you have the I don't it's like think a skeptical theorist skeptical theorist kind of thing yeah very much so like I don't think the real story is the real story kind of thing that makes sense you know like I don't want to say I know what these things actually happened are but when you look at facts laid out and you go you know what that doesn't make any sense you know great example I, I was in a um, um, court case I actually got pulled for jury duty I think I remember this I think I told you about it before yeah where um, I was trying to convince everybody what actually went down and it, it all lined out and made sense in my head very, very quickly. The facts did, mm-hmm. you know, but they are not looking at it with the real world and how things are. Right. So what ended up happening is there was a guy that was a drug dealer, or whatever, leaning over the counter, um, was shot from behind or whatever. And, you know, basically got robbed and you know, dude left. So they were trying to say like, oh, this guy couldn't have done it because um, he was in a wheelchair. So there's no way he could have gotten the angle to shoot this guy, um, whatever. And then the defendant side of it was like, oh, well, he accidentally fired it while was, the gun was in his hand on his on his hip. And he was trying to stand up and he actually pulled the trigger kind of thing. And it's like, no, no, that's that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right, if I'm trying to stand up with a gun in my hand, it's going to be pointed like horizontal to the floor, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be braced against whatever I'm standing up for. Right, this shot went through the guy's shoulder into his brain while he was leaned over a counter. Right, that's right. that's well, yeah. The gun casing was on the left side of the body. Right, it was it was on the left side of the guy's body, and they were like, well. You know, if he shot the guy, whatever, the gun ejection was on a right side ejection, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, raise my hand, like, yeah, shoot like a gangster. Right. <laughs> right? You tilt it not just flat horizontal, but you also have a little bit of a kick to the left, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and it's like, yeah, that's why it's on that side. Like, it's it's not hard to imagine those things, right? I'm just trying to imagine you in court. Yeah, uh, Your Honor? Have them stand like a gangster and shoot. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing is, in the when you're in the jury, you don't get those questions. Yeah. You don't get to ask anything. Instead, they do the entire case setup back and forth, and then you have to go in a room and convince everybody else of what happened. Yeah, you know, so you can get as much information as you want. And you can go through the entire thing. Um, you know, and it's just it's just back and forth fucking bullshit. You know, so I hate the term conspiracy theorist, but I. Don't honestly think the entire story from 9-11 is accurate based on the reporting they put out. Yeah. So we are 18 years since then. And, you know, it's one of those things, like, if you try to question something like this, you're anti-American for a lot of people. You're like, yeah. you know. My brother, oh, Bill Burr just mm-hmm. did a thing about it. He was yeah. like, my brother fought in Iraq. How can you say that? Or my I, brother I, was a I, fucking I, firefighter. How do you say 9-11? I'm not saying he's not real. I'm just saying something ain't. Adding up here. Right. You know, I went to Afghanistan. I mean, I've, I've been a part of this. Yeah. But I also, I look at the big picture and I go, you know, the fact that Dick Cheney, who was the vice president at the time, made billions of dollars off of yeah. the war. Uh, and, you know, they contracted like 99% of all the contracts went through the company he owned. Um, and the fact that, like... I, I don't think I really don't think Bush knew this happening. I think that he got played as a stooge. Yeah. Because he's kind of a stooge anyways. But I don't I don't think he knew anything about it. I literally think it was orchestrated outside of his knowledge. Yeah. And then they set up an event for him to read books to elementary school children whenever it all went down. You know, it's like you want a perfect alibi? I'm reading elementary school children books. Yeah. Like that that's makes sense. 
It's such a thing. But like things that don't make sense. Have you ever seen the pictures of the Pentagon that got hit by like a plane? Before and after? Yeah. Well, not just before and after, before the wall fell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you see that, you're like, that wasn't a plane. That was, yeah, it's like a it's like a tiny hole. Yeah. And they're like, well, the plane was destroyed. You're like, where's the plane? All right. I mean, I don't understand it was destroyed, but there's obviously going to be some debris. There's going to be something, you know, tail sections everywhere. Yeah. Anything. And none of the cameras caught it. Yeah. Well, there was one that they said, but it, it missed like 90% of the frames. Mm. Right. And it was a gas station, whatever. Um, and it's just, it's insane. You know, and the same kind of thing, um, the one that supposedly crashed in the field, there are no pictures of it at all. Anywhere. I think, I think if it's truly like it was planned, like, sure. I'm not saying it isn't right. or, it, or it wasn't, right? but like if it truly was, it'll come out eventually to the point where it'll be so far along, like yeah. it'll be another like 40 years. And then so? they'll, they'll be like, by the way, uh, these files are now, and everyone's going to find out 9-11 was faked, or not faked, but like was planned, right. and it'll be to the point where everyone who did it's dead now, so. Yeah, it's, I don't know if that's going to ever be the case, but there's like, you know, people always ask about whether or not our own government would do an attack on, on our 100%. own. Well, that's the thing. I think so. Well, there are already, there's a precedence for it where they were trying to do that with Cuba back way during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. They were trying to come up with attacks on U.S. soil they could blame on Cubans. Yeah. So there's already a precedence for it. It's Are not you, like it's a new thing. Uh, this could be like something I'm getting from like a video game. Could be, or sure. Something. But like how many attempts were made on Castro's life? Oh, there's a lot, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was wild. Yeah. And he just survived them all. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that obviously he died earlier or something like that. But I think it's yeah. wild that like so many were made and he was just like, no. Well, see, that's the the same kind of thing. Like, you know, Castro is definitely it's an interesting thing. I you know, because it was like, oh, it's communism close to us. Yeah. Right? Like that's like your neighbor having an issue and you're like, dude, you need to fucking move. <laughs> like it just okay, man, whatever. You know, but the thing with 9-11, and I, I look at this as the the broad picture. I don't think it went down the way that the... They betrayed it? Yeah. I don't want to say, like, people actually died. Absolutely. There's yeah. no question in my mind people died. But I... Let's let's do the big, big picture math, right? Saudi Arabians funded people to go to school. Mm-hmm to do this entire thing. We invaded Iraq. Math doesn't work. Right? Like, yeah. if you say it was for anything related to 9-11, why did we not do anything against Saudi Arabia? Sanctions. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, you guys literally financed this entire thing. Well, that's because Donald Trump wasn't in office. Sure. <laughs> right? Sure. One of my favorite things, um, they had the, uh, the God, it was one of the late night shows, going through and they were talking to Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, one of the guys said, you know, Donald Trump was in office, uh, you know, 9-11 wouldn't happen like it did with Obama. And the reporter's like, you think Obama's in office whenever 9-11 happened? <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, yeah. He was like, so wh- where do you think he was? He goes, I don't know, but I think we should try to find out. Have you also seen the... Uh, like, what? How You know how Obamacare is the Affordable Care Act? Yeah, yeah. How they'll be like, Donald Trump is thinking about doing the Affordable Care Act, and then they talk about it, yeah. and people are like, yeah, I support that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about Obamacare? And the person's like, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. And they're <laughs> like, well, the Affordable Care Act is Obamacare. It's Obamacare. Like, it's exactly what it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ignorance, dude, I'm telling you. So... You know, again, I don't, I don't want to push too heavily into the lack of truth theory mm-hmm. thing that we're talking about. Um, what do you think? What What is your opinion of what went down? Because obviously, you have a have that. later in life concept. Like you weren't, no offense, a thinking adult when it happened. No, I get what you're saying. I kind of have that idea of. I don't know how to put it. I'm not a woman, so I don't know what women go through. Sure. I wasn't really, I mean, I was there, but I didn't feel the impact. Sure. As like my mom, like my mom cried, I think. 
if well, I remember I mean, what she's saying. But yeah. but like I wasn't there. I didn't have pain. I didn't have right. fear. I didn't have you know freaking out like I can't get on a plane for the rest of my life because this could happen to me. Sure. I don't have that basis. So like there's that when I think about mm-hmm. it. And then there's like I get like information from like the internet, like seeing mm-hmm. like uh, like we were talking the pentagram, pentagon, pentagram, yeah, the pentagram <laughs> office. Same idea, whatever. But, <laughs> um, but like you know, it's I see that stuff, and I'm like, the other. I see that stuff, and I'm like, that don't add up, right? But then again, it's like I don't know. I mean, I think some. I I don't know. I feel like when once you once you go out there, and it's like saying. I don't know. It's like saying I like to wear women's underwear. It's right, like once right. you say it, you can't take that back. Yeah. And it's out there. Yeah. So like saying like I 100% think or I somewhat think that 9-11 was planned. It's like you can't take that back. Right. It's like, oh, so you're one of those. Yeah. So right. it's not that I'm like trying to protect myself. I just think it's I don't know. Yeah. Like I think it could have been 100% it could have been. Yeah. But 100% it could have been real. It could have been the way they said it happened. Yeah. You know, and that's the issue that I run into um, all the time, you know, is that I, I don't want to say it's a... woman's f- underpants. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they're comfortable, man. Don't judge me. Yeah, they're soft. Um, I, I don't think that... I, I just don't think we got the full story. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that, too. Government hides shit. I don't trust the government. Yeah. I realize I don't really yeah, afford it. Because it's a mile away. Um, do I think planes hit buildings? Yeah. Yes. There's no doubt upon that Mm -hmm. do i think that from that point to where we are now we were told the truth no No. i agree with that i think i mean i think too in a like like i've said it i don't really trust the government right um as they're listening to this podcast yeah (laughs) hi Hi guys like i mean like i trust them to an extent sure but i don't trust them 100 percent because there's a government they've got to hide things right that's their job. Well, and that's the thing is that if they're hiding something for for good reason, like, hey, listen, if we don't hide this, then it's going to cause issues, right? Yeah. Like, if you were hiding um, some kind of outbreak, you know, you always talk about the somebody breaking into a government facility and a zombie outbreak happens. Yeah. Hide that absolutely goes out. Oh, down. yeah. You know? um, but if you're hiding the wrongdoings of... Let's let's go religious real quick, right? So when the Catholic Church was hiding all the child molesters, mm-hmm. it's not shit you should be hiding. No, not at all. Now I'm not saying name the guy and dock him or whatever, but like, but take care of it. I don't. I also yeah, don't think it should. They be shouldn't continue in-house. being here. Like they they were like, oh, we're handing it in house. Yeah, you're moving them to another church. Right. Like don't do that. Like I don't like if you don't want to break them out into like this scene and be like, you know, John Burkham is a child molester. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Don't do that. Right. But Get him out of the church and connect to the authorities. Yes, I mean, like, like I said, I really don't trust government, any like state. But there's still but... that like expectation mm-hmm. of don't diddle my children. Oh know? yeah, hundred percent. Right. So I, I'm kind of in that same boat. Is like I think there should be secrets within the government setup, mm-hmm. right? Like, great example. I, you know, I'm a restaurant manager, right? If I know I have to fire somebody. I want to make sure that I'm not tipping my hat too early Mm -hmm. so that they make my life worse until I have to fire them. It's, I understand that hundred percent. Cause I mean, like you tell someone, Hey, by the, this is your last shift, but I want you to work the rest of it. They're going to cause hell the entire shift. The entire way. And even if you don't tell them like this is your last shift, if it's like, Hey, I think I might get fired, Mm -hmm. then I'm just going to go to fucking town. Yep. Right. So you have to have some secrecy, which is totally fine. Right, but if the secrecy is is unwarranted and I think immoral is probably the right word for what yeah. I'm looking for. Um, if it's immoral, then I don't think it should exist mm-hmm. in in that kind of context. No, I agree. Um, to go on the like outbreaks yeah. being hidden, uh, I think it's NCIS. Sure, Maybe it's Criminal Minds, Want but to. they're they're talking about how. Um, someone's like, man, this out, I think it was in CIS. They were like, you know, I don't ever want to go outside and again. Like it was some civilian. Sure. And it's like, I don't ever want to go outside again. Cause this happened. It's like, if you knew how many things we stopped, you would never go outside again. Like, <laughs> right. there's, like there's not, no, there's no doubt. Right. Like, oh, I won't go outside again. No, it's like, you wouldn't go outside because of yeah. how many things I think there's been terrorist attacks have been stopped. I think there's been, you know, mm-hmm. chemical warfare that's been stopped. We have right. no idea about for sure. And, 
I'm glad. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't care about stuff. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. If there's a bombing that's going to happen, either it's going to kill me or I'm going to be injured or I'm not going to be affected at all. Right. So, like, you, I yeah. can't I, I mean, that's as simple it. as it goes, yeah. So, even if I knew how many stuff, like, how much went on, I think even then, like, having the mindset I do, mm-hmm. I'd still be kind of freaked out. So, that's where you and I had this conversation and it directly relates to that, that, you know, we were talking about you have your concealed carry. Mm-hmm. And if somebody started, you know, having one of these, you know, shooting attacks near you or whatever... You know, would you respond in the appropriate way? And you were like, there's, you know what? I honestly don't know. Not only that, there's laws. Like, um, if I was driving, right, and I was like, I was driving down the street, and we'll say I didn't know you, and you were getting your ass beat, mm-hmm. and I stopped my car, pulled out, and shot the guy beating you up. You would go to jail. Not only that, well, I could, but if I don't, I don't know the situation. Maybe you were trying to kill that guy, right? And that guy's defending himself, and now I've just killed the guy who's defending himself, even though he had the upper hand right. on you. I don't know. And now you can sue me. Mm-hmm. And, or his, that guy's family. His family can. Yeah. yeah. So there's situations where like, what if I was in Walmart and someone shot someone and I come around the corner, see, have a gun, pow. Right. I don't know what the guy was doing. Right. You could have shot the guy mm-hmm. who was trying to shoot the guy. That was, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So there's a lot of laws in place like that. Like my grandpa, one day we were, I don't know what was going on, but he was uh, a recent uh, church or no, a school mm-hmm. shooting had just happened. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if I was there, I would have stopped him. Would you? Right. You don't know. You, you yeah. th- That's going off. You might just duck and cover. You don't want to die. Yeah. You know, you could. You know the best way to really figure out what people would do? Do it? No. <laughs> Take them paintballing. Yeah. I like to paintball too. So <laughs> there was a guy that I went to tech with years and years and years ago. I was in aviation. And uh, his name was uh, Mark Mercer. Right, and hopefully one day this gets back to him. Um, I went paintballing with him in Collinsville, paintballing him, mm-hmm. and uh, I was using um, a buddy of mine, Tyler's um, pump action, basically sniper rifle. You know, it was shot for like the like the break one. No, or? no, straight pump. Okay, straight pump. Um, and we're we're doing this this not it's not speedball, it's not the billion balls you know per round thing. It was. A little more tactical, but not by much. Mm-hmm. And Mercer went out with two TPX pistols. Nice. Nothing else. A dually. Yeah, and that's all he did. Akimbo. He akimbo. Yeah. He easily cleared more people out than I did. No question, right? Mm-hmm. And I was playing it safe and trying to make sure I saw my shot and you know blah 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 blah. He's just fucking running, no question, showing up, popping people left and right. Yeah. Right, like he had that sense of surprise and like motherfucker, I got you kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. And he's the kind of guy that I think would, no doubt, if he had a pistol and somebody was doing something they should have mm-hmm. been doing, he would have been a guy that would have gone out and, and just, bah, 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 bah. you know. But for how my style of play is, mm-hmm. I think I'd be the guy that would wait for the opportunity to shoot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like if. I explain it. Yeah, because so like, like he would create the opportunity, I would wait for the opportunity. Yeah, I and not only that, I mean like create like there's situations where you need to create the opportunity. Yeah, and that works out. And then there's obviously a lot more oper- like situations where you need to wait for one. Sure. Like if I was in a, I can't carry my gun into a bank, but let, no, actually I can now. Yeah. Um. Let's say I went to a bank to withdraw some money and it's getting robbed. Mm-hmm. I'm concealed. I'm not opening. I'm not open carrying, and they actually and they cannot tell. Yeah, I get on the floor. I throw my wallet, and my phone, and they think they've handled me. There's two of them. One, I don't know how many people are outside. Right. I don't know if someone could come in. Plus, I got to think about the people around me. Mm-hmm. So, in this situation, do I immediately jump up, create that situation or that opportunity to take them out, or do I bide my time and wait for them to like, you know, drop their guard, drop their guard, and then I can, you know, pull out my mm-hmm. my, my weapon and, and fire. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I'd I like to think that I would take action and then I could just sit there and not do anything. Fuck it, take my money. The bank's insured. Right. <laughs> well, and that's that's one of those things that I was gonna say is there was God, what was I watching? I was watching something that was talking about that exact thing. Um that you know, the bank was getting robbed or whatever, and you know, this guy created this scene and he was shooting back and there like it became the shootout in the middle of the bank or whatever. And then these guys that basically pulled him aside were like, listen, oh, it was a superhero show. Was it um, The Punisher? 
It could have been. Because the Punisher, they robbed a bank, and the guy goes, dude, this place is insured. Just give him the money. Yeah. Because he, he tries to put a grenade underneath the window. I think it might have been that. Punisher's so good, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But he's, like, you know, sitting there, like, you know, afterward, he's basically getting in trouble for trying mm-hmm. to save lives. But it less people would have died if he would have just let it go. I have uh, two friends of mine working yeah. in banks, and I asked them about that. And, they, and, like, some of their training, it's give them the money. Yeah. Like, if you can trigger the alarm, do it. But in all instances, the bank's insured. You're fine. Give them the money. Right. We don't want you We don't want you to die, and we don't want anyone else in here to die. Yeah. Give them the money. All right. Same as, same as Jeff taught me a trick a long time ago. I don't do it because carrying two wallets is dumb to me. Yeah. But you carry two wallets, one with all your old info. Yeah. So like oh, like, a, like a driver's license. Expired stuff. A driver's license without the right information. You keep all that stuff in there, and you get robbed, you hand them the old one. Sure. And then you're good. You have your other wallet and you're fine. Right. I've never understood that, but it's it's the the same situation. I have I have a small insurance of here's 20 bucks in my old info. Right. What are you going to do with it? Nothing. Right. Go buy some go buy go 2 grams of weed with 20 bucks. That's all yeah, you're going to do. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and that that becomes the interesting thing. You know, what is it that really makes you say, "You know what?" I have to stop this as it is. There are certain times when somebody else's life is at risk, and if you have that opportunity to stop it from continuing, I get it, mm-hmm. right? Um, somebody's trying to open fire and just pointlessly kill hundreds of people. Yeah. Done. Like yeah. No question. I think everybody's on the same page on that one. Mm-hmm. But dude just holding a gun trying to rob a bank or whatever. How far do you let it go? The golden rule that I was taught in, in the class mm-hmm. was is if you or uh, essentially a family member, coworker, or your boss mm-hmm. is going to die, that is a situation you, sure. you take it out on. So Pull if it. I was yeah. in, like, uh, Jeff, we were at a donut shop a long time ago, and I asked him, what if someone came in a gun right now? And he goes, well, he can't see my gun because I'm not sitting where you can see it, so I'm probably just going to sit here. And I said, you wouldn't stop it. And he goes, no, you're with me. If I, if I try right. to open fire and I miss and I miss, or he sees me, yeah. he can immediately take you hostage. What am I going to do? I don't want to chance it and shoot you trying right. to shoot him. hundred percent. So I, he goes, I probably wouldn't do anything. And I was like, what, in what instance would you would? And he goes, if he immediately pulled that gun on you and I had a chance, I would kill him. Right. But I'm not going to do it unless you or I are yes. in danger. And that was the rule we were taught in the classes. Unless you or someone you, uh, it's like a family member, you or a loved one, right? You know, mesothelioma, yeah, um, are in danger. You don't do anything until. And I, but then I, it's like I agree with that on the situation of like, you know, what if I'm like at a friend's house, like my old uh, my old elementary school. There's houses all around it. What if I was sure. at my friend's house and I heard guns going off in the, in the elementary school? What do I do? I'm not in danger. Do I run in? Do I try and stop it? Or do so, I call the cops? Well, I think... I mean, you should do the, call the cops anyway. Right. I was going to say, number one, blow the lineup. Number two, though, like, I think it was the Walmart shooter that they responded and they were on scene under a minute. Mm-hmm. But they still, the guy still killed like six or seven people or whatever There's, it was. I, n- no matter how far into the future, no matter what, yeah. there's still going to be a response time. Right. And in that time, in, in if I had a pistol, has I can hold 16 rounds, 15 in the sure. magazine, yeah, one in the chamber. Yeah, right. I can kill 16 people in under two minutes. Sure. Easily. Most gunfights last three seconds. Right. That's that's another thing. We're, we're spo- In the class, you're supposed to learn how to dump five rounds yeah, in three quickly. seconds. Yes. And on target. Yes. And so in three seconds, I can kill four or five people. Sure. Easily, especially if you're in a high concentrated area like the cashier, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. And so, no matter what the response times, there's always going to be deaths. So, like in that situation in the elementary school, I call the cops. Cool. It takes a minute to get there. Kids still died. Right. Um, but if what do if I call th- them? Do sorry. you think, generally speaking, in that scenario, though, do you think you as a concealed carry owner is going to be more effective than? The police force showing up. Let's say it takes you, you hear the shots and the shots ring out. They like, I don't know if anybody's ever been around actual gunshots. They ring out. Yeah. Like 
it, it literally could be you know uh, quarter mile away. Where I work, you know where the Tulsa Shooting Academy is? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's not. It's like a couple miles from me. It's probably yeah. I was gonna say it's probably because I'm on 76 in Lakewood. And it's at 66th and something, something, yeah. But well, Highway 75. I can hear it from my work. Yeah, it's probably. And it's not. It's not loud. It's probably but two I can and a half miles. Tell. Yeah, it's not loud, but I can still tell when they're out there shooting. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's, shots are ringing out. So let's say shots are ringing out, right? And you hear them, and you know it is gunfire, right? Mm-hmm. There is a anybody that's been around guns knows gunfire. Mm-hmm. Like it's just reality. Mm-hmm. Let's say it does take you three to four minutes to get there in that situation like i didn't call the cops no you should have oh okay so i called the cops and then it takes me three minutes to get there yeah i no, there's no point it took me three minutes to get there it's probably gonna take the cops right. the same amount of time but if i was across the street i'd probably i'd probably if, I, if someone else was in the house i'd probably have them call the cops right. i'd like to think i'd stop it you know and that's one of those weird things like i don't own any weapons and not saying like hey come rob me like yeah, because I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, right. I exactly. Back, don't worry. Um, I don't need really weapons mainly for a dual purpose. Number one, kids. No, the kids. Like yeah. I, I mean, those only last three years. We've been married for ten. You know. Oh yeah. yeah true, you true, know, true. I was in the military from two thousand six. I thought you had one. Thirteen years. Like no, I haven't had. I have never owned. Hmm. I've I've had I've had twenty two. That does not count. No, it's a good. It it does, but it doesn't count as like, hey, I'm I'm currently carrying kind of thing. I get you. Um. But anyways, yeah, no, like, my thing on it is they're expensive, and I've yeah. never wanted to spend my money on it. I've, I've always been that guy. It's like, I can either get a gun. I can get 20 new video games. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. Like, I, see, I see guns all the time, and I want to buy them, but I'm like, I could use that money so much better. Yeah, and that's always been my thing, you know. And I've luckily, in this point in my life, not had an opportunity where I've had the thought in my head where like I need a gun yeah. today. It for me it was always kind of like a thing I was gonna do. Like, yeah. Jeff had it. I'd grown up around guns. I sure. was taught about guns really early. Right. And then it was like, why not just have it? I mean I carry every day. Yeah. Well if I can. Sure. Um sure. But if oh where I was going. Like I carry every day no matter what. And it was never like a I live in a bad part of town or I'm afraid of getting robbed. Kind like, of I mean I mean I do, but but I've never been have that fear of like I'm gonna get robbed. If I'm right. gonna get robbed, it's gonna happen, whether yeah. I have my gun on me or not. Right. Um. So like getting it was also like I did it with a friend. It was like we wanted to do it. We wanted to have it. Why not? Sure. Yeah. And then like there's like I know highwaymen aren't that big of a problem anymore. But, yeah. But like any time uh, we went on a, a road trip, Jeff always had his gun. I don't think I ever saw him save for like a handful of times under five. Saw him carry a gun out. Okay. Ever. Like, and if he did, I did not know it. Hmm. Like, but every time we went on a uh, road trip, he had his gun. Yeah. And it was like, if we get stopped or like, like, let's say we get, you know, we go into a back road because of something and someone's parked and they wave us down. Like they need help. Sure. I get out to help them. A gun gets pulled on me. There's a gun in the car. Your mom knows how to use a gun. You know how to use a gun. You can save me or you can take action. Right. So that was kind of like one of the main reasons I got it was. If I ever do road trips, because I would drive to your place. I mean, yeah. I didn't go a lot, but right. I did. And I've always wanted to go down and visit my par- or my grandparents in Texas. Sure. And so it's nice to have that insurance. Yeah, right. And insurance is, is an interesting word for Yeah, it. I use it in a weird way, but yeah. Yeah, I, I understand you. where you're going with it. You know, so there's such a strong divide in this country. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a weird place. And I say that, I think you and I have talked about this a little bit before. Like I am, I'm pro gun, but anti stupid. Yeah, no. Right, like I absolutely like if you are a responsible person who understands, you know, the right way to handle things and blah 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 blah. I don't really have a problem with you having pretty much whatever gun you want, but you know, if you are prone to violence and blah, 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 blah. I probably don't want you to have the gun. No, I agree. You know, but the issue becomes how do you choose who does and who doesn't? And that's where that's where the gun laws get murky. I have the same opinion. I yeah. don't think everyone should have a gun. Or I don't think everyone should constantly carry a gun. Sure. But I do think everyone should have a gun. 
whether or not you yeah. use it for defense or just to go out and have fun. Sure. Because, I mean, I've... There's adrenaline rush. I've brought it, people yeah. that have hated guns mm-hmm. to the gun ranger before. I'm like, yeah. hey, let's just go out. And they'll be like, yeah, all right, whatever. And I bring them, and at the end of the day, they're like, that was so much fun. Right. And they love it. And I go, okay, cool. Now you can know what to, now you can like go from here and be like, okay, I want to get one for protection, or I just want to have one so I can right. go out and have fun sometimes. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I feel so, like. no, yeah. So that's the thing that I run into. Like, I've shot a very, very wide variety of weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say weapons as a very, very broad, actual, not, yeah. not just pistols, rifles, you know, shotguns, things like that. Like, as part of the military stuff and everything else, like, I've shot things <laughs> like it's the way it is right um and i've gone like there's the um i think it's an m103 browning rifle mm-hmm. um that a buddy of mine i went out with him whenever it was uh um he was in boy scouts and he was like hey you want to go shoot with us i'm like yeah let's go <laughs> right like so you know i got to shoot an m103 you know i've shot um you know the sks i've shot uh you know i had my m4 when i was you know doing mm-hmm. the military thing you know, I, I've shot all kinds of different, you know, what you could consider sniper or uh, assault rifles or whatever. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't own them. Yeah, no. Right, I've had experience with them, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm not opposed to people that should have them to, to own them, right? The entire Second Amendment, a lot of people don't realize, is to make sure the populace has weapons in case the government decides it's going to tax without representation in, in reality. Or become tyrannical in any other way. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the entire idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but the issue we run into is that those same people who say, like, oh, we want to make sure we're protected, whatever, whatever, whatever don't look at the health of the population as a whole and say, hey, listen, that guy, you know, over there has anger issues and he's prone to violence and he's not, like, being treated. And I don't mean medicated. I mean, like, he's just not being treated. He doesn't have um, a psychiatrist to talk to or a therapist to talk to. Like, he's just, he has outbursts and he yeah. can't control himself. And, oh, go ahead. No, and that, and to give that guy uh, a weapon. without anything? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, like, Oklahoma decided to go with the no-license open carry. Constitutional carry. What in the fuck is wrong with this? I agree with it to an extent. I still think you should have to go through a class. I 100%, yeah. Like, if, even, if I have to go through a class to get my fucking driver's license, God damn it, you you need one to carry a pistol. And what a lot of people don't like about that is, is mm-hmm. it shows the government now knows that I carry a weapon. Sure. And they can now use that information to come and take my weapon. Sure. So that's what a lot of people don't like for gun registers either. So because that's if I tell where you exactly what guns I have, you know how to respond to that. So if like sure. you didn't know that I had an automatic weapon, you don't know how to respond to take that. Here's the situation with that though. Like the Second Amendment does not say that your gun should be taken away. Mm-hmm. Right? It says you have the right to own them. Mm-hmm. Right? Hundred percent. Thousand percent agree. But any other stipulations that go with you owning them is still a stipulation with you owning them. Yeah. Right? Like, freedom of speech is a great example. Right? There, just because I have the freedom of speech means that I can't go to jail or be jailed for whatever I decide to say. Yeah. That does not mean an employer cannot fire me for saying, listen, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I'm not impeding freedom of speech by firing a dude that told me to go fuck myself. You fired him because he said go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, I understand. It's the same kind of thing whenever it comes to the open carry law is that I'm not getting taking somebody's option to carry a gun away because of that. But we are saying, like, listen, dude, you're not able to carry, you know, X, Y, and Z because you have these issues that are un unmedicated. Now, if if you were to register every weapon that every American has let let's lowball, right? We have 300 and what, 60 million people in this country, 330 something like that. I don't know. Let's call it 10%. Okay. Have right? guns? Yeah. Okay. Let's call it 10%. I think it's probably a little lower than that, maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't know the math on it. Right? So 10% of 300 million is still 30 million people. Yeah. Right? 
30 million people. Let's call it 1%. 3 million people. Right? No government force is going to be able to take guns away from, from a million people. No. Well, I mean, true, but they are going to be the, the, the people that will give them up. You're, yeah. Like, like I told you the other night that if uh, anyone mm-hmm. tries to come and take my, my, my weapons from me, sure. you'll see me on the news because I've either been killed or I was arrested. Right. And I'm, I'm just one of those people that's not going to give it up. Sure. And I don't disagree with that. I don't think you should have to. But I don't think there's cause for you to have to. No, I agree. Right? Like, here's here's the idea in my head. is like, let's say I own X, Y, and Z guns. doesn't matter what they are. Just X, Y, and Z. And I start posting online that I want to go shoot up an elementary school. Should the government be able to intervene? Yes, to an extent. Okay, what is that extent? I think they should immediately open an investigation. Yep. But I think, I mean, I guess it comes down to the public view of what, I, what I'm what i saying. Is like sure. if, if they came in and immediately took your guns, you're going to have one side that was like, good, take his guns. Sure. He said he was going to shoot up a school, fucking take his guns. Right. And then you're going to have the other side like, he didn't do it though. So why did you take his guns? And then that's just going to scare sure. scare people who don't want their guns taken into thinking that, well, if I say... I don't like. Don't, don't say I, you're going to shoot up a school. Yeah, or they say I don't like black people. Sure. And you have guns. Does that constitute them from taking the guns from you? Well, and that's where it becomes the the question of how far can you take it, mm-hmm. right? So, my opinion on it is this: it's very, very easy. I like black put. people. <laughs> just clear that up, <laughs> just in case. Um, I I think if you are making a credible threat, in which case a credible threat is that if you say I'm going to do this or I want to do this, and you have the means and opportunity to do mm-hmm. it, that's a credible threat. Yeah, no, I, I 100%. right. So I think there's a difference between saying I own guns and I don't like black people, versus like I own guns and there's this black church that I want to go shoot. Agreeable. 100%, I understand that. Right? Mm-hmm. So at that point, if if you make that threat and it is deemed as viable, then I think they should be able to take your guns. So what about the fact of future threats? Right, that's what we're so talking the about. Guy who, well, Lack he, of due process. Yeah, so like the guy says, I hate black people, has guns. He didn't say he was going to kill them, right. but he said he had guns. Sure. And he said he didn't like them. Sure. 12 years from now, he does it. Who fucked up? He did. Well, I mean, yes, of course, he he committed the the terrorist attack, so he's the one who fucked up. But where along the line did someone need to step in and go, your guns need to be taken away? Well, and that becomes the entire thing, is that we will never be able to prevent every attack that happens. Uh, Yeah, 100%, I agree. Right. Um, One of the shooters most recently that happened um, was denied for actually getting a gun, you know, because of mental health issues Mm -hmm. from a background check. But he still got it through the gun show loophole, which a lot of people are like, there's no such thing as a gun show loophole. Well, there Bullshit. is. There is. Yeah. There is, but it's not supposed to be there. When you're at sure. a gun show. Whether it's supposed to be there or not, it exists. Yeah. When you're at a gun show, you sh- uh, every seller is supposed to, to. Or yeah, is supposed to go through uh, Nick's. Right. Rational, instant criminal, right. something. Yeah. Um, and like whenever I bought my Glock, at a, I bought it at a pawn shop. Sure. Not a good choice. Don't ever do that. But I did. Yeah. Um, I had to get checked. It sure it only took five minutes. Right. And I think it just does a basic level background mm-hmm. check. But it still happened. Right. No matter what the fact of like previous to this, I had told my mom I wanted to kill myself once. I went to therapy for it. Obviously that sure. didn't show up. But what if I was going to buy that to kill myself? Right. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know what I'm going through. They just know I want to buy a gun. Right. But then. Uh, any uh, just like any other store or mm-hmm. uh, business, they have the right to refuse. So if they come in, sure. normally they ask you a series of questions that seem like they're just trying to help you find what you want. Right. They're judging on what you're going to do. Right. So what, like, what What do you need it for? Yeah, like, hey, you know, it's uh, for the range or for protection. You're not just going to buy uh, a 22 for protection. So if you're like, oh, I'm buying it for protection, they're probably going to be like, no one buys a 22 for protection right. normally. Right. So they'd be like, okay, he's Okay, that's a little weird. And then they'll ask you other questions like, "Oh, is this your first time buying a gun? Have you ever shot a gun before? Right? Ha- you know, how how often do you go to the range? You know, what mm-hmm. other guns do you have? Right. No one has a gun, and they're going to buy a twenty two for protection, and they don't know how to handle the weapon, and they're just being willy nilly with it at the store. Right? They'll probably deny it from you. Yeah, right. They can't, which is good. Yeah, but is that infringing on their rights? 
Uh, I guess yes to an extent. But it it, at the same time, it's not, though, because you're just it's, refusing service and yeah. you have the right to refuse. Yeah. Which I agree businesses should have. Yeah. Just because I'm refusing doesn't mean I don't think you should have one. It just means I well, it, it means I don't think right. you should have one. It so mean someone does that one. not directly play into the refusing somebody to get married or get a cake from you? Or how do you Gosh, feel about that? Fucking it's the same conversation. I understand, but it's like, I mean, I think we have... You said it the other day when you were talking, by the way, that one with Jason you had, I thought you two were getting a little heated. Maybe yeah, you weren't. We did. Maybe you were being friends. He and I are friends. Like, we can get into religion pretty heavily yeah. and, and political pretty I was, heavy. I without... was like driving home and I was like, yikes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, I like to think we agree on a lot of the same stuff. Sure. Yeah. I like to think I'm more independent. Okay. Or uh, just non government, mm-hmm. whatever that would be. Sure. Um, I do not think the government should have a say in anything anyone does. I disagree. To an, ex- to an extent. To an sure. extent. I don't think the government should tell you you should get married. Why the fuck does the government right. need to know? That's I don't think the government should tell and you that, what drugs well, to do. Well, and that's the thing is like when you say like the government shouldn't be in marriage. Yeah. Right? I agree with you. But if you get divorced, does the wife get half and how does that work? Okay. Yeah, that's where they would be needed. But I That's mean, the problem is that if the government's not included then the wife's not entitled to anything. Yeah, or and, the or the male isn't. I'm not saying that. Right, right, right. No, they it's don't, the same but, thing. But you know, and that's where get, the argument gets complicated. Yeah. You know, and the, it's not a black and white issue. 100%. Um, you know, because everybody that's worried about gay marriage isn't worried about gay divorce. No. At all. Right. You know, and that that's the flaw in that. that system. I know, right? You never think about well, I mean, I think it's cuz divorce is kind of seen like a taboo thing like no sure. one i mean no one i don't think anyone wants to get divorced right. i mean they at don't. the start of a relationship sure you right. don't go i'm gonna marry you and then five years from now right. i'm divorcing that's right. my plan. this is my practice it's, marriage yeah it's you know a situation whether it's abuse or there's no love there anymore sure whatever, whatever. it is yeah you know no one thinks about it though yeah. i've never really thought about divorce right yeah well and that's that's one of those things again you know so if a gun shop should be able to deny somebody a gun. I mean, I think... Oh, a cake maker should be able to deny somebody for the service. Now, the difference, I think, is the basis for it, mm. right? You, if you are a gun shop, think this guy may go try to actually kill somebody. Mm-hmm. You are putting somebody's life at risk. Mm-hmm. As a cake maker, you're offended. Yeah, uh, true. I still think... I don't care about your offended. No, I agree. No one cares. I don't care about your feelings. Facts... What does what Ben Shapiro say? Ben Shapiro, I, yeah. I, uh, facts, facts don't, don't care, care about, about your feelings. feelings. Yeah. Um, I still don't... I mean, I think no matter what, it's business. If they yeah. want to fuse it because you're gay, they can do that. That's their business. On that topic of what that happened, I believe... I could be wrong mm-hmm. here. Sure. That guy gave him another person to go to. He was like, I won't do it, but go here. They do really good. Sure. And he did that. They still made a scene about it. Understandable. That's their right. Right. But like, who fucking cares if he says no? Just go to a different place. Fuck him. Right. I mean, like, so, I, but but I'm not gay. I don't have those challenges in front of me where people, right? You know, you don't have the first hand experience, right? Yeah. So I mean, I I guess I can say you know, fuck him, go somewhere else. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But to them, it's like, why is he denying me? Is right. it because he hates me? Yeah, probably he does. But but again, <laughs> but again. Fuck him. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Right. Go somewhere where they want you to be there. They want to do your business. They want to give you the best thing right. they can. Who cares if his cake tastes the best? Go get another cake. It'll taste just as good. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, your wedding's <laughs> not about the cake, though. Yeah. Fuck weddings, by the way. Those things are expensive. Yeah, I know. You did the courthouse thing, man. I get it. Um, You know, so this is this is a really wide range to go through everything that we've gone through. Um. And we're kicking an hour deep here now, finally. I can keep going. It doesn't matter. Oh, so can I. Yeah. So one of those things I think stands out as an interesting um, piece to all of that is, like, libertarianism is a great example of, it's like, just don't infringe my rights. Mm-hmm. Right? That's I'm very much about that. Sure. Right? But there are gaps in that that just don't apply to the real world. Yeah. Okay. Libertarianism is great in theory. It's kind of like communism. On paper, it looks great. But it's really effectively, out. it's fucking stupid. Understandable. Yeah. Um, I can see that. So, libertarianism allows for guys like Martin Shkreli, who did the whole. Uh, oh. Well, we might have to cut it. We might have to cut it. My computer's getting angry. 
Um, well, let's go finish with that. Martin Shkreli did the whole thing where it was like... He's uh, the guy who bought the, uh, the EpiPen thing. Yeah, and yeah. then upped the price by like 4,000%. For he no also bought an album and never released it. Yeah, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but that was funny. Um, the government should be able to step in. 100%. Fuck that guy. Right. But that's infringing on business. Understandable, but fuck that guy. Right. That's just a dick. I mean, I know capitalism isn't a thing people like, mm-hmm. but I think it works better than a lot of systems that are in place. I to disagree. An, to, to an extent. To an extent. I I'm think there are better the ways to do it, but like we haven't figured it out yet. That That's the same road I'm on. Yeah. it's. I think at this time, it's the best that works moderately all right. right. Like, I can, I mean... I get me. I mean, I can't really start a business right now because I ain't got the money. But sure. I can do that in America because right. we're capitalists. I, if I have a product that people want, they're going to come and get it, and I can sell sure. the price. Sure. That Martin Scully bought that patent or whatever up the price. People need it, so they're going to have to pay it. Right. And but if they don't, because they of how patent it. laws work, you can't get a different version. Which is stupid. Yeah. Patents are dumb. I, I think mean, to an extent. I think patents are necessary, but at the same time. Um, you are creating an unfair situation mm-hmm. and like you know there's there's no real easy way to say it but the reason capitalism doesn't work is cuz people are fucking shitty yeah and greedy yeah it's understandable you know, so i mean if i had something some i'm assuming this is going now finally so we ran out of space and i just had to clear a whole lot because uh I didn't realize how much space this actually took up, but uh, there's a weird little gap here, and we've decided to wrap at that point with uh, words of advice. When will go? Don't be shitty. Um, love your family. Fuck it. You know. Don't fuck no, your don't, family. Don't, yeah, don't fuck your family. But lo- <laughs> you know, love your family. Go go do shit with them. Right. Always tell them you love them. Tell them you're proud way before you're gonna die. Fair. Um. Don't start smoking because of girls, because that's what I did. Fair, terrible decision. Uh, don't get into a relationship just because you're lonely. That's the main also, thing. Also, yeah. Main thing. That'll fuck you up. That's it. Right. Um, I'm going to say just uh, enjoy the friends you got. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. <gasps> Bye.